You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Recent report released by the South African government paints a grim picture of the country's water resources and water infrastructure, as well as the overall quality of its drinking water. Among the issues of biggest concern are a collapse of the country's wastewater treatment works and a sharp rise in the number of local authorities that are just failing to meet minimum compliance standards. To combat these challenges, students from the University of Cape Town, UCT, created an innovative solution for sustainable water and sanitation management. Msa Mkize is a student from UCT's team Amanzi Imbilo and joins us now on the line from Berlin in Germany. How have you all thought about trying to fix these uh, massive, massive crises that we have that are related to the supply of clean water to South Africans? The, the crisis is, especially from the report that you just quoted, uh, in terms of the water infrastructure that we have, and just in terms of the water in South Africa, range from a lot of different issues, from the um, the infrastructure not being enough to reach certain places. So, for example, only 24% of South Africans, I mean, only 64% of South Africans have access to reliable water, to infrastructure decaying just because it's old, like 70 years old and, and extra. Three, to even water availability not being there. So what we decided to do was to look at a segment of the issue, right? Not um, not the whole thing, but look mm. at wastage. So, for example, what we do is that we clean water, we pump it to our homes using electricity and chemical um, energy, and then when it gets there, we flush with it. So Or we irrigate our gardens with it. This is clean drinking water. So what we thought was how could we use IoT technology or Internet of Things technology to help us recycle grey water or what we know as shower water. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and how, how are you doing that? And I wonder... Is, is this like, uh, you, you know, are we talking IP here, Msa, or are you kind of using what what is already already known or solutions that have already been developed over the years? Because our issues, our water issues are not new. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, there was the issue of day zero in, in Cape Town. Uh, PE has known day zero for, for several years as well. So I wonder, is it, you know, is this proprietary inform- information or is it just kind of, you know, making do? Uh, with what is already known and actually getting on with it? Um, That's an amazing question. So the first thing is, as you said, um, the reuse of grey water is a known thing. It's it's, it's an old um, science that is done actually a lot of places around the world. So when I was busy doing my undergrad um, uh, um, at the university um, in civil engineering, I spoke to my professor about this and, and I was asking him, why don't we, why are solutions like the reuse of grey water not used, right? Because we have an abundance of it and, and, and it can actually um, mitigate a lot of the activities that we do. And when I spoke to him, he highlighted to me and said that basically there's three reasons why we do not reuse grey water um, the way that we should be. One is because if grey water is stored um, 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 pro- um, not properly and not handled properly, it can be toxic and kill. So what then we just opt for, we just opt for putting it down the drain. Secondly, is that the operation of these systems can be expensive, right? So where you need engineers to be on site um, and, and that costs a lot of money. And then three, perception, like, you know, who wants to use their own shower water? You know, but 
what we then what 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 the solution that does for us is that we then use IoT technology and, and just to briefly explain we use sensors um so we use a pH sensor a TDS sensor a microcontroller sensor a TDS sensor a temperature sensor to monitor the toxicity of the water at any given time and those sensors then are connected to a a are connected to a microcontroller which then sends the information to us and we can send it to your computer or to your uh, phone and you know for example how much water you have on your on your on your tank um is it clean enough to be reused etc but i just wanted to perhaps get a bit more on what um uct's team aman zimbilo is right um you know how how it's configured uh the, the 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 students that are doing this work and what it is that you're hoping to achieve yes so um aman zimbilo uh, consists of um, uh, a number of students at the moment. We participated in the TCSA, um, or yeah, the Tata Consultancy Sustainathon, and 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 that is the uh, the project that I think uh, that we won, and then um, that's how we got here. But what we then are trying to do, and why we then um, participated in that competition, was that we didn't want to just create another brilliant thesis or another brilliant research and get a market leave, because this research does have a role to play in society. And even much more so, the fact that I'm in Berlin right now is because of that. I'm here to actually present on my thesis, on my research. So even countries that have water in abundance need these solutions because they don't only just save the water, they also save um, other resources like electricity and energy in terms of chemical energy. You were making the point um, earlier about how you test for, uh, you know, the, the toxicity in, in, in grey water to make sure that it's safe for reuse. Walk me through that as well, because ultimately it'll come down to people wanting to, to trust and believe that, in fact, that this solution is a safe or even a safer solution to what what we currently have in places where, um, you know, people aren't receiving the the, the water of you know of good quality or or water that is as safe as it should be. And 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 so, for example, you you you, you um to to bring the uh the 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 story of um of of Hammond's Grau with the cholera, right? Yeah. With our so with our solution, which monitors the water using this IoT technology, we would have been able to detect the cholera when it hit the water, and would have been able to not only detect it but also notify the community or notify one of the. And this is what this is almost all about: it's about using those sensors to always know it's safe enough to. And having that, um, leverage on the technology and how how fast things are. We have fast internet now. We even just internet. You can even just send SMS these days, um, and and that's what we're trying to leverage on. Are you then needing to 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 bring in, uh, you know, whether it is internet service providers or, or for, for for people to have better connectivity? Yes, it is improving, but there are parts where um questions of inaccessibility um remain for you know people in, in various parts of the country. How might that affect uh, how how effective or how impactful the solution you 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 are, you are proposing that you're putting forward here in trying to solve these challenges? Um, that's another brilliant question, Sevenzil. So I, I want to also just say this. This is um, something that is in ideation phase. Yeah. Is we just have our first prototype. We're still working on it. So 
what we're targeting at the moment is people who have the internet, right? So we're targeting offices, we're targeting university um, campuses that have like over 35,000 students showering and flashing toilets, right? But the, I believe that with the development of this, especially now um, being involved in 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 in, in actually um, um, uh, competitions or even with companies that want to assist, like Tesla Consultancy um, Solutions, is that we can then build other um, other technology. For example, I made um, as uh, 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 I made an example about sending an SMS, where you could send an SMS saying that this is the state of your water every 30 minutes or every three hours, depending on. Or you can even prompt it, right? You can even send a, a code like how you you prompt for your your for your for your um for your airtime, and then it can give you um, information back in terms of um, how clean your water is. So I, I believe in terms of the notification side, that is um, that is almost the icing on the cake. But what we really want to kind of master at the moment is then the functionality of the of the solution making sure that the solution serves the right purpose yeah yeah all yeah. right all right and so so what are what's next right so you say it's still an ideation phase what needs to happen uh, um, next just so that you are in fact at a point where um you you know whether this works or not you're testing it widely and effectively and and, and are then more importantly able to roll it out to people who actually um need this yesterday already need the solution yesterday well so um maybe i should have said we're in prototyping phase because uh, we, we we do have um, a, 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 what business people or startups say it's a minimum viable product. So we do have a working product. We do have um, uh, a prototype, sorry, uh, that that actually shows us that okay, this is possible. Even though now it is not, um, for example, it's not watertight in terms of it is not waterproof for you to be able to go put it in a tank that has grey water. Mm -hmm. So that's the first step that you want to do now. We want to then make it into a solid component where it is something like a phone, um, or the size of a phone. Imagine the size of a phone that you can go drop it in into your tank and it floats in your tank and monitors the quality of the water. Mm -hmm. And then the other part of it is then trying to then collaborate with um, with with either companies or, or institutions that have some of these resources because then on our side, there's things like ensuring that, you know, the data is, is properly managed and, and the data transmits properly. And all of that kind of needs a lot of resources, which is why I'm in Berlin right now to try and um, get everyone excited so that they can, you know, support us. Listen, I can't, I can't wait to hear more about it, Msa. Um, very exciting indeed. And, and do keep us updated. Appreciate your time with us this morning. Msa Mkize, who is uh, from UCT's team Amanzi Impilo, joining us on the line there from Berlin, Germany. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.